0: Did you know that the state of Tennessee recognizes pharmacists as healthcare providers? On this episode of Clarksville's Conversation, Charlie and Katie chat with Catherine Meeks from Sango Pharmacy about how they can help you through the COVID-19 crisis, allergy season, and more. Catherine also wants to thank all the employees at Sango Pharmacy for working hard during this pandemic, all in this episode of Clarksville's Conversation. Hey, guys, this is Katie Gamble. I'm here with my buddy, Charlie Kuhn, for another virtual episode, video episode, quarantine social di- distancing episode of Clarksville's Conversation. And um, Charlie, you want to introduce our guest for us today?
1: I, I do. You know, Katie, uh, healthcare care is a big, big deal with this COVID-19, and we thought we'd reach out to a pharmacy expert, Catherine Meeks at Sango Pharmacy. Hello, Catherine.
2: Hi. How are y'all today? Thank you for joining us. Absolutely,
1: pleasure. We can learn a little bit about Catherine and and what can actually happen through a pharmacy versus visiting a doctor. So there's a a lot of things have changed recently. So maybe we we can learn a little bit about that today.
0: I actually, Catherine, this week had my very first virtual doctor's appointment and I thought it was quite interesting. And I wonder if, and I was wondering, why haven't we been doing that all along?
2: Yes, it, it definitely is a convenience for people.
0: Yeah, because it was, you know, I thought, you know, for something like what that was, which was poison ivy, I thought I would have gone to the doctor, sit there an hour. It would have been like a two-hour episode where this was 15 minutes. So are you, there's been a lot of changes kind of in the healthcare care with this COVID. What are some of the biggest changes that you're
2: seeing in your industry right now? Like, um, I mean, probably... Some of the interesting things that we're seeing is, you know, we've always been very accessible to our patients. you know, average patient will see a doctor's, like you said, you go to your doctor's maybe three, four times a year. Um, pharmacists average patient sees us around 30 times a year. Um, and that can include phone calls. So we are very accessible to our patients. Um, we're really one of the only healthcare providers that um, patients can readily call us and get us on the phone and get um, get medical advice from pretty quickly. Um, some of the phone calls that we're seeing right now, seeing a lot of phone calls for allergies. Um, mm-hmm. It's definitely, um, full-blown allergy season right now in Tennessee, um, thanks to the blooming of all the beautiful flowers. I think it's just Um, starting, actually. Yes, just getting started. Um, And and then to add to that, you know, you have the cold weather and the warm weather and going back and forth from that. Um, So, Allergy symptoms can definitely be something that you know we help patients with a lot. Um, another thing that we've probably seen that has changed the most is the number of patients that are reaching out um, with stress, with. Um, Anxiety issues, with sleep issues, um, calling and asking us, you know, how best um, that they can approach some of those issues. Um, Definitely seeing more prescriptions being called in uh, for um, sleep and anxiety. So, um, very important to still remember um, mental health. And um, even patients that have never had issues with this before are all of a sudden experiencing, um, you know, the unknowns and um, not only the, you know, with the the virus that's going around, um, but also with the economic um, stressors that um, it's bringing on patients. So you said
0: something that I think people have always been aware of, but they've never really thought as much about it because you've always been accessible. We, you've always been able to pick up the phone, call your pharmacist and go, I'm taking this medicine, this is how it's affecting me. But um, I think that people are more aware of it now because they're trying to find new ways to do things. So. You know, just the fact that let's say that I wake up tomorrow with a sore throat and congested, so I could l- literally pick up the phone and go, hey, I think I've got allergies, what do you suggest? And you can like, so you cannot prescribe, but you can do, give me some over-the-counter
2: remedies, correct? Oh, yes, absolutely. And we do a lot of that. Um, you know, there's a lot of conditions that patients, you know, even before all of this um, virus happened, um, Sorry, I was walking through here. Um, Even right before this virus and everything happened, um, patients would um, often go to a a doctor's office to get treated for those conditions. And um, some patients would even be surprised when they left and they're like, they just told me to get over-the-counter Claritin and over-the-counter Flonase. So a lot of the prescription medications that used to be used to treat these conditions are readily available over-the-counter.
0: You know, I, I remember coming in there before, and you actually came out. I was just looking for some supplements because I'm getting older and I need help, and I mean, you came out and said, well, this is what you need, and because there's supplements people can take too, like for the stress or the sleep, and
2: you're able to help walk them through that too, correct? Yeah. And that's one thing that like when patients call, like looking for advice for that, some of the just basic things that I'm reminding them of is, you know, multivitamins are, you know, a good option, especially Mm -hmm. right now. Um, Make sure it's a good multivitamin with a good mineral component to it. a few other um, supplements that would be really good right now are magnesium Um, that can have a direct effect on your sleep and have a direct effect on your um, anxiety and anxiousness Um, so those are some of the supplements Uh, vitamin d um, if your multivitamin is good a lot of times it'll have those basic essentials that you need like zinc and vitamin d and vitamin c Um, but just depending on where your levels are sometimes you need extra supplementation with that Um, so we can definitely point patients in the right direction with that and um, there's several different over-the-counter herbal remedies that can be options to help people some with that anxiety and stress. And another thing that we're seeing too, and one of my concerns with everything that's going on right now is that, um, you know, I don't want patients to forget about all of their other disease states. And what that means is like, you know, patients that were previously diabetic, they're still diabetic. And then we're going to have patients right now that due to all this stress and due to their lifestyle change changes that are occurring right now, um, they're going to come out with, you know, um, increase in chronic disease states. Um, So I'm trying to stress to all of our patients right now how important it is for them to take care of themselves, reduce their stress as much as possible. Um, Physical activity and exercise, extremely important right now for our patients, um, just to help with their, not only their physical health, but also their mental health.
1: I think you see a lot, a lot of people exercising more i know that you know i've always been i'm sorry yes
2: eating
0: more
1: yeah too yeah you know I've, i've i've always been active outside and now i find myself at lunchtime going out for a walk or as soon as i get home going out for a walk or a run and uh it's good you know it's good to see my neighbors. I've actually met more neighbors, and I've lived there for 13, 14 years, and I've met more in the last few weeks than I have, you know, in that the few years. So,
2: and you're a social butterfly, so that's surprising.
1: Yeah, we yeah.
2: had numerous patients here at the pharmacy because you know everyone that comes through even though we're mainly drive-through and curbside um, they still like talking and that's one of the big parts of what we do here is the connection we have with the community and um, we have had numerous patients say that exact same thing Charlie is that the exercise and being outdoors has you know they had people that were their next-door neighbors for years and they never even knew they had kids and like families are like playing in their front yard together and um, so it's it's definitely um, bringing the community together in a different way. Right. Extremely important for people's mental health. Um, You know, definitely very important. And for those people that, you know, we're encouraging people um, if they know someone that's alone or doesn't have a lot of family connections, you know, um, you know, having those FaceTime calls, you know, checking on people, um, you know, it's not that, you know, we don't want to encourage visiting with people, but there are different ways to check on people and uh, make sure that everyone's doing okay. Um, Not only, physically but also mentally yeah. you know you mentioned um,
0: anxiety and stress but one of the things that I have seen with some of the my coworkers is some of them are extremely social and they love to be around people and then all of a sudden now they can't and and you don't really think of that as causing anxiety, but if you're an extreme extrovert and you're not getting the energy from other people that you need, it can cause real stress issues yeah. and
2: uh, and depression sometimes, mm-hmm. so. yeah, um, Well, um, the Zoom features and like the calls that we're on, um, extremely important. Um, I've actually been doing a call uh, the past two weekends with um, some of my family members and w- you can play uh, virtual games and digital games where you all play together and so we've been having a lot of fun with that so um, I think people are going to find new ways to connect um, you know just like Charlie mentioned in his neighborhood you know um, being able to walk around and you can still talk to those people and keep your you know distance yeah. um, but very very important um, for those extroverts to find um, right. a, a new outlet um, here at the pharmacy, um, especially, you know, we have a pretty large storefront and right now we're trying to figure out how to still engage. You know, we have people that, you know, they're addicted to, to, to shopping or, um, you know, and it's not that we want patients to shop right now, but a lot of people need that community and that connection, you know, um, so we're actually setting up a virtual um like a virtual sale, garage sale type thing for Sango Pharmacy right now. Um, And just to get, you know, getting people connected in new ways, Um, I know um, there's a lot of different, different ways to connect that way.
1: Hey, I I have a really random question. I heard something on the news uh, yesterday talking about our immune system and how germs are you know good and bad obviously but if we're away from people and not getting as many germs it actually weakens our our immune system and it's kind of contradictory in my mind but tell me something about that
2: well it that is kind of um true because that's how your immune system I mean, think about a newborn baby when a newborn baby first comes into the world they get their immunity from their mother and from nursing and from exposure to other people so when the human body is exposed to a germ or to a virus or to anything the body reacts it remembers that germ and then it knows how to react when it sees it again in order to fight it off really quick um, so it is extremely important for you to still you know um kind of the old saying um god made dirt and dirt don't hurt you know i mean it's the same principle like um if you lived in a bubble and you never left your room and were extremely a clean freak and then all of a sudden you went out to the world your likelihood of getting um sick quicker is, is extremely high. Um, and you know, that's, and that kind of goes along with the same point with the COVID-19 virus. And that's one thing that's important for people to know is that majority of us are probably at some point going to contract this virus. Um, it's not that we're running from it. Um, and that's a really important thing with, you know, when they talk about flattening the curve, that's something that's very important and, um, not to focus too much on that for this, you know, conversation, but, it's important for people to know that we're trying to flatten that curve. And that doesn't mean that less people get it, but it means that less people get it all at the same time um, because our healthcare system um, can handle the virus. But the concern is is that if everyone gets the virus at the same time, um, that's what they're trying to do by flattening the curve. Gotcha.
1: Well, I think it's it's pretty interesting. It, before our uh, call today, we talked a little bit about Healthcare providers, and I don't know that I ever considered my pharmacist a healthcare provider more than a, a confidant. You know, we, we all know yeah. somebody, we call and say, hey, what about this? What about that? But so, what what is your uh, status considered for the state of Tennessee? How, how does that relate to a doctor?
2: So, in the state of Tennessee, um, pharmacists are recognized as healthcare care providers. Um, we are considered medical providers in the state of Tennessee. Um, you know, and we have collaborative practice agreements where we can set them up with a physician. Um, kind of, you know, think of the same way a PA or a nurse practitioner would be able to prescribe under the doctor's um, recommendations pharmacists can do the same thing with a collaborative practice agreement Um, we are still not recognized federally right now Um, so that means that Medicare right now does not um, you know recognize us right now as medical providers Um, that is one thing that you know it is a great disadvantage for our communities because um, we're definitely underutilized um, as medication is medication experts and helping patients manage their chronic care conditions. So it's definitely um, a need for um, patients to have more access to care and um, pharmacists really fit that um, fit that mold perfectly.
1: Yeah, it, it's gonna be interesting to see how things evolve through this uh, COVID-19 process right. with telehealth and the things you just mentioned. So it should be interesting to see what kind of legislation comes out to to broaden the scope of what you do
0: and what we keep after this what practices that we're doing now i'm interested to see what practices we sustain and keep after this yeah because i'm well, i'm a hugger i'm going back to hugging when this is I over. Know, i know we can't keep <laughs> curtsying to everybody I know, right <laughs> <laughs> we pat you on the back
2: yes um, but I just think it's really important for patients to, you know, make sure that they're still taking care of their disease states that they had prior to this and be very mindful to prevent future diseases from happening. Um, and this is, you know, with, pa- with people being alone right now, it's really going to come down to a lot of patient, um, patient responsibility and a lot of self-care and um, watching what you eat and exercising and making sure you're getting the proper nutrients that you need.
0: Well, that's a good reminder for all of us because i do know my diet is not what it was a month ago <laughs> that's
2: <Yes>. right <true. laughs>
0: it's quick okay. what's in your cap that's right well thank you for joining us and um i'm sure we'll have more questions later i want to get back with you if that's okay
2: absolutely anytime you guys are always welcome here at sango pharmacy thank you great you y'all. Y'all have a great day bye-bye
0: Subscribe to Clarksville's Conversation wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out on a single conversation.